This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey, this is Levi from Minnesota. I was just wondering, since, since Cindy Jacobs, if she can perf- change bone to metal, is that like the origin story of uh, Wolverine's metal bones? Or Anyway, glory hole induces bitches. Bye. Hey, guys. Uh, nice going. I have to say, uh, I just left a message um, about a video uh, that David Pakman did on his line, and I almost said glory hole at the end of it. And I was thinking it has seeped its way into my mind where it just kind of means well done or uh, something like that. <clears throat> and I was thinking that'd be funny if it had, you know, slid out of this little subculture and, and, and into popular culture. And it, and it ended up being like feedback on eBay, you know, like Oriole, which just means, you know, great transaction or something. So there you go. Oriole, guys. Hey, common people, it's Megan. Hello, Dom. We want to let you know that you have Nebraska all wrong. Yeah, we have plenty of things to do here. We have corn toppings. We have corn racing. And corn scavenger. And corn chicken. And corn Christmas trees. And corn mazes. And, of course, corn husking. And, by the way, you also got our sacrifices all wrong. Yeah, we don't just sacrifice the We also sacrifice the Chevy pickup for and occasionally probably get us motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And during these traditional sacrifices, we wear our red Nebraska corn huskers gear and take our faces back. Hopefully you get something to think about. The next time you say there's nothing to rest mm-hmm. Now, we have to get going. It's a long drive back to Omaha. We're going to drive all the way to the morning just to get reception. Glory home. Glory advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 226 of Cognitive Dissonance, and we are in studio with our fucking flux capacitors humming along. <laughs> Brand new flux capacitors. Dude, it's, it's fucking, this shit is for real I at need, this point. I need like a fucking like two engine truck though to get up to 88 miles an hour. <laughs> I, need, I need a jet engine in order to get me up. I admire your optimism. On the salt flats, they can put me on one of those fucking like super fast machines. It barely gets to eighty eight miles an hour. <laughs> the, the the cool thing is we we bought some some new equipment to give ourselves a little uh, boost in our sound quality, um, an upgrade to the glory hole, so to speak. Um, and and the the awesome thing is that we got a piece of equipment, Cecil, called the Voice of God. Voice of God, yes. Which you know I didn't believe in it, and then we opened the box and it was there. 
So it turns out the voice of God is more evidentiary than the actual God. Yeah. Before we use our mics, we have to take communion. That's so true. It's yeah. necessary. Well, I mean, something yeah. lands on the tongue in the glory hole. I'm just saying. I'm not sure what? if that's... That's not communion? Wait, well, what have I been doing this whole time? The, the voice from the other side said it was the body of Christ. <laughs> It's a part of the body of Christ, at least. It's not the whole body. Yeah, I mean, it's not the whole body. I'd give, I mean, it's just one man. I've got to get full. You know? <laughs> it's, it's communion. It's the body of Christ one teaspoon at a time. Oh, no. That sounds delicious. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, and we are, we are in studio, and we are actually, uh, we have the pleasure at the moment of drinking uh, the homebrew beer that we were given at ReasonCon. Barley wine. It's a barley wine. Right. Forgive me. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, so I, I was given this beer at ReasonCon. We were given this beer at by Travis. Con, by Travis. And then, uh, I don't know, some things happened. I'm not sure what they it were. It wound up in our fridge, but then did. we were drinking hard liquor the second night because we recognized after the first night that mixing a lot of drinks together. Yeah. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. The, my liver hurts yeah. still. So, oh, my God. And I didn't remember a lot of the first evening, so I don't actually know Wait, how. Wait, there was a first evening? <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even sure how. I do remember at one point, like, kind of panicking because I had forgotten the bottle laying around somewhere. And, like, I ran back and found out where it had been, you know, hijacked off to. So we, we took the bottle and I put it in my, my luggage. Hit it, put it in a shoe so it wouldn't break. That's the that's the taste I'm tasting. Yeah. Okay, all right. It's, it's, it's the shoe it's, taste. It penetrates right through oh, the glass. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, Cecil, cheers. It's like, it's like radioactivity. <laughs> when your shoe lets out a little hum, you know it's really bad. It's just bad. All right, cheers to cheers Travis. to Travis. So thank you very much yeah. as we consume your delicious barley wine. We, Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. Let's just go ahead and launch right into the first story. This comes from the Friendly Atheist Speaking blog. of launching into things... <laughs> awesome this story is just fucking unbelievable <laughs> stories of maze balls it's the worst love it this is one of those stories where it, you you wish you were a fly on the wall in their home <laughs> you don't want to be a fly on the wall in the car though right that's a terrible place to be a fly on the wall in the car bad place yeah. fly on the wall in the home Hilarious. while she's while she's bedridden right might be funny might it would i mean it's not funny that she's bedridden well let's let's so this is pastor brags about escaping car accident unharmed even though his wife has spinal fractures and needs a neck brace yeah he was fine and his wife was injured but you don't want to ask about the hooker in the trunk oh yeah because no. This is how you get dead hookers. Well, I no. mean, this is this is literally how you get dead hookers. The, the the good news though is that the hooker was not actually injured in the wreck. She was already dead when they put her in the car. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hooker in the trunk. Please don't look. At, be like, hey guys, I read your story and there wasn't any hookers in the trunk. That's not in the goddamn story. <laughs> Stick to the prank. All right, it's the fine. hooker was a horcrux, so that's the problem. <laughs> it's always a horcrux. Yeah. She's it's literally a horcrux. She's a whore. So, yeah. That's the joke. It's the. Did it's, you get it? It's a whore problem. Horcrux. That's the thing. It's a W. A okay, forget yeah, it. Anyway. I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is awesome. This comes from Doctor Phil Kids. Maybe he was just kidding. Hey! Oh, oh gosh. Uh, so this comes from Captain Doctor Phil Kids uh, Facebook page. 
It says, it's got a picture of a fucking smush-decated Jaguar. It's upside down, and it's, like, all fucked up. Yeah. And the best part, like, I see you... him. I see him getting out of the car, like, dusting himself, being like, praise Jesus! And his wife is just, like, lets out this little, oh, God, I can't move my legs. <laughs> maybe before, she's like, maybe before you fucking tweet it out, you could drag my body out of the car. <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome if in the middle of his Facebook post, he's like, hold on, the car's on fire. My wife's legs are gone. He's like, you know? He's, like, taking a picture. It's like a fucking selfie of himself upside down in the car ah, and his wife's make- fucking bloody corpse is next to him <laughs> well it looks like he's posing with the car do you see the picture oh, I gotta look hold on a you second you can't click on it because he took the content down but it's Did the he? internet so it lives forever it does well I think that's like an investigator well I decided it was him it's him it's funny he's like he's like flexing he's like oh fuck he fucked this his car. Jaguar up dude he did yeah and he's, he's gonna have to so they're going to have to tithe a lot to get him a new Jaguar. I hope he's got good religious insurance or whatever. Isn't that God? It's just God. Isn't that God? God's a religious insurance. Yeah. He's like, well, I wasn't looking. Y'all crashed so fast. I'm going to send out my injuster, Gabriel, and he's going he's gonna to check this whole thing out to make sure it's on the up and up. Y'all got comprehensive coverage? I'm sorry, but your deductible's way too high. <laughs> your deductible's three days in hell. <laughs> Worst deductible ever. It's, it's funny because he flips this car and Tom gets a phone call. I am denying this phone call. This is actually a friend of mine that listens to the show. It's the best part. Sorry, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, TJ... That shows you what Tom thinks of your phone. Oh, no. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he flips his car, gets out, yeah. dusts himself off, praises Jesus, then takes his wife out, I guess, in the middle of his Facebook post. Yeah, right. But at one point, he he says, you know, my Mont Blanc pen yeah. didn't come out of my pocket. And those pens, I looked it up, they go between 250 to $1,200 for your pen. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why would he mention that? And then I thought, oh, the only reason you mention that is because owning a fucking $1,200 pen doesn't ever come up in conversation. And how are you going to tell people you, you want a $1,200 $1, pen, pen, right? <laughs> There's no other way except for to say, oh, I own a $1,200 pen on Facebook. Like, right. that's the only way you can tell people about your Mont Blanc pen. Well, it's you can't even say that fast. Mont Blanc, Mont Blanc pen. Mont Blanc pen. Yeah. You know why you can't say that? Because you're not a pretentious dick bag. Good lord! <laughs> I mean, it's twelve hundred dollar pen. What does it do? Does it? Does it? Like, do I have better things. thoughts that get written down? <laughs> no. Like, I've got like a big pen, and I'm like trying to write something. I'm like, oh, it's not very good. If I had a twelve hundred dollar pen, well, it's it's not like he fucking wrote down the status. He typed it on his phone. Right. Well, maybe I don't know. I got nothing. Maybe it's maybe it's a twelve hundred dollar pen, but on the what back you, end, it still has one of those typer. What do you use a, t- a pen for nowadays? Do you use a lot of pens? Do you just assign your name on shit, right? That's all I use it for. I take notes in meetings. That's about it. On occasion, I do. But a lot of times, I'll record meetings. I'll just oh. record the meeting I'm in, so, and then I'll just I'll have it for later if I need it. And actually, I, got, I recently got a new phone. Now, I, it's got a stylus, and I just take notes on my phone with the stylus. Right. So that's it. Yeah, and I don't use a fucking pen for... I yeah. wouldn't get a $1,200 phone. <laughs> I was going to say... I, yeah. Are you kidding me? I was about to say, like, signing a check, but then I was like, I haven't written a fucking check in a... I don't know. Yeah, what I, write I, have a to check si- I have to sign my name for shit at work on occasion. But other than that, yeah, it's like right? really rare I use a pen. God, 
I don't even do expense reports with a pen anymore. Yeah. Like, it's all online. Gosh. It's all, but if I had a $1,200 pen, I'd find fucking excuses. Fucking A, man. I would, I would put a little condom on it and fuck myself in the ass with it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Put a little finger cut on like, it. Oh, God, it's a mom block. Oh, look at that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Give me that $1,200. Take it right in the pooper. Well, this is great because he's fucking, like, this guy's, like, fucking name dropping like crazy. He's fucking brand dropping. He's like, he is. He's, he's like not saying, Jaguar. Like, oh, my Jaguar. My mom. Here, let me read what he wrote. Cause, like, this is the best. He just, we just seriously, like, I read this and I don't give a fuck about, it. like, even... Even if the second half of the story where his wife is fucking horrifyingly injured didn't occur, you read this and you're just like, you sound like the fucking worst person. Yeah. Like, I just want to fight you. I want to yeah. fight you so bad. Yeah. He says, this is what my new Jaguar looked like Sunday night after rolling four and a half times at 65 miles an hour down the interstate. But listen to this. It never messed up my hair. It never unbuttoned my suit coat. It never even moved my Mont Blanc pen from my shirt pocket. Sheltered in the arms of God. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Tom just threw up the double horns when he said that. <laughs> Dude, it's so rock and roll. It he doesn't even care. Yeah. Okay, so I got to ask people in the audience this question because I can't, I can't get there, Tom. I can't get right. to this point. When you see your priest, and this has got to be from some evangelical person who has been evangelical in the past. Yeah. When you see your priest frivolously wasting money that you are clearly tithing every week on expensive cars, expensive suits, uh, pens, a fucking $1,200 pen that right. fucking does the same thing as a goddamn $1.99 gel point. Right. What, what is it that's going through your mind when you see this frivolous waste of funds? What is it that you're seeing that is letting you deny the fact that this person is blatantly shoving your face in the fact that you are giving them money to fucking live high on the hog. I want to know what's going through your head because I can't get there. I, I don't know that I could watch a priest take that money and just, you know, because at least with the at least. And, and I know that there's a lot of opulence in the Catholic Church. Sure. Right. But at least with the opulence of the Catholic Church, it's not immediate. When you go to a Catholic Church in a local parish. It's just a church. It's like, okay, well, it's a church. And the guy was like a fucking nice robot, but he's not wearing like a $5,000 Armani suit. Sure, right. And he's not, he doesn't come out and pull out his fucking Mont Blanc pen, and he doesn't get in a fucking Jaguar and drive away. What happens? I don't know what happens when you see this sort of stuff. So I'm curious what the listeners say. If they were part of this sort of religion, if they were part of that religion, what did they, what did they think when they saw their priest driving away? I had a co-worker that I asked that sim a similar question to several years ago, um, and she was part of like a like a black prosperity gospel church. Yeah, the prosperity gospel is where it's at. That's where that's yeah. where you get these people. Right. And I asked her the same thing because I was like, well, shouldn't they be spending your money on like good works and like feeding the poor? And Making a like, bigger church? Yeah. And, and, and she, you know, she very aggressively shot back. She was like, no, you know, he, that, he works hard. He puts in like 60, 70 hours and he's saving souls and he's doing the best. I mean, he's I mean, she was oh, like adamant, like he I is see. like he's working hard doing the most important work. So why should he not be rewarded? It's true. His his it's time true. and energy is worth more than any CEO. I think we got off the track when we allowed our government to become a secular government. Uh, when we stopped realizing that God created this nation, that he wrote the Constitution, that it's based on biblical principles. And and um, and and we allowed those that don't believe in those things to to p keep pushing us, pushing us, and pushing us away from 
from uh, the government. Uh, this story comes from the Raw story. Uh, North Carolina County official says prayers from minority religions not welcome because the U.S. was founded on Christianity. And they got a fucking picture of a fucking Shutterstock, and they and they didn't even bother when they took the Shutterstock image. They didn't even bother getting rid of like the title of it. Just says "stubborn man not listening." <laughs> like, yeah, okay, that's. That's what Shutterstock called that image. You don't have to put it on there. <laughs> no, maybe that's an attribution they have maybe, to use. I guess. Maybe. I think they could just say from Shutterstock. But it's also like a sunburnt man. It is. It's like, it's like Santa with windburn. <laughs> he looks terrible. <laughs> he's got white hair and a white beard. He looks very unhappy. He doesn't look like he's going to say ho, ho, ho he does anytime not. soon. Um, so North Carolina County officials said only Christian prayers are welcome before government meetings. Um, this is from Carol Mitchum, uh, chairman of the Lincoln County Board of Commissioners. And Carol is a dude, incidentally. Because oh. it says he. I thought it was a girl. I know, because his name is Carol. <laughs> That's why you thought it was a girl. Is the other person's name Tracy and also a dude? <laughs> <laughs> so he says he doesn't want people from other faiths changing rules on the way the United States was founded. There's no rules on the way. that It's like we have a rule about how the United States was founded. You might have a historical fact. But you don't have a rule. The rule is like how we do things. That's an interesting perspective, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules about how we found rule? That doesn't even make any sense. Right. He says, a Muslim. I'm going to try to read it in racist. Hang on Go a minute. Ahead. Hang on a minute. Let me Rock read it in that. my best. Rock we were recently up. in North Carolina. <clears throat> yeah, so let so me, you can do this. Let me read it in North Carolina. Just, just pretend it's the hillbilly's waiter asking Actually, you something. Cecil, right outside the room, there's like seven hammers. Can you hit me with all of them? <laughs> And lower my IQ enough to where I'm from yellow? North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> a Muslim, he comes in here to say a prayer, I'm going to tell him to leave. I have no use for those people. They don't need to be here praying to Allah or whoever the hell they pray to. I'm not going to listen to a Muslim pray. Well done, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to a Muslim pray. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Oh, uh, I What I like, though, I've got to admit, I like the refreshing honesty of this. More than I like. I mean, because this is someone who's really saying the things that everyone else is doing. That's because true. so many people are willing to put Christian prayer in school, Christian prayer before a fucking uh, a city hall meeting. Sure, right. Christian prayer before a graduation, Christ- Christian prayer before a school sporting event, anything that happens to be based in a, in a, in a worldview that should be secular, right? Right, right. Public money's going to it. Don't say a prayer. Prayers shouldn't be there because it's, sure, it's right. you're, you're 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 basically it's not a private event. You're fav- you're 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 using some favoritism to uh, to choose a group, one group over another. That's unfair. We shouldn't do that. But at least this person is being honest about what they think. They're right. saying, "Hey, fuck that Christian prayer only." Right? Christian because because I'll tell you what: if a Satanist came in there to say some gobbledygook, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let him, no, or at right. least they would yeah. bitch about it. They would say, "Oh no, you shouldn't! No, you shouldn't be able to do that," because they would recognize that that person is coming in specifically to mock them. And this, the Muslim person is, is specifically not—they're not saying a prayer to some god. They're saying a, a prayer to a very specific god. And the Christians are doing the exact same thing. Now there are some sort of omnibus Christians who will be like, "Oh, I guess we're all like the same religion. It's, it's just, all part of the Abrahamic it's all, tradition. It's all part of the same religion. We're all worshiping the same. Buddhists worship the same god as the oh, Christians, god, that... and and everybody worships the same thing." Isn't that the get out of intellectual honesty really, free card? It really is. It's so amazing. It's so. It's a, that to me. That's like that's kind of worse. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh yeah. Well, we just you know we just want to all hug. 
hug. Yeah. And like our our mutually exclusive religious ideas are now inclusive religious ideas. No, you I'm fucking either you don't understand or you're just revising it. Well, what you're doing is you're you're basically saying I'm not willing to stick with the rigor of this religion at all. All I'm willing to do is take whatever kind of feels good about it away from it and not listen to any of the dictates that it prescribed right. because yeah, right. all of the dictates go against what you're saying. There's it's not like it's not like you can read the Christian Bible and listen to all the parts of it and come away thinking this is a, you know, this is that Buddhism is a good idea. Well, you can't come away you thinking can, that there's even any room for. It. You can take away I think individual passages that will prescribe say a universalist view. But you have to ignore other passages in order to do that. In order to get to that point, you have to ignore other things. Sure, right. So you have to pick and choose. Everybody picks and chooses. We know this. But I think that the people who do that sort of, we're all sort of worshiping the same God, you know, <laughs> those, people, those people are picking and choosing the very bare minimum of things right. that, they, that they need to just feel good about not dying. I think that that's the case. But this person, I mean, refreshing honesty from somebody who is a total asshole. Yeah, and he said, I mean, he said, well, the one thing I, he did say, he says that he would walk out if someone from another religious group delivered a prayer before the commission meeting. Good. And I was just like, well, then fucking walk out. Yeah. Just leave. That's fine. You know, the thing is, is like, like, I don't have any problem with I actually, I actually don't mind. It doesn't, why do I care if somebody doesn't listen to the prayer? I might, I might fucking go take a phone call. If it was like, oh, it's fucking, wait a minute, we're going to have a council meeting. Oh, okay, what time does it start? It's 7, and we got prayer from 7 to 7.05. I'd be like, well, I'll be there at 7.06. Yeah, because why do I have to be here for this? I don't believe in what you believe. Right. And it doesn't matter anybody saying the prayer. You right. could be like a fucking, I think trees are God, and yeah. I still wouldn't listen to you. Yeah, yeah. The, the fact that it's Christian or Muslim or Jewish or fucking, fucking Wiccan, Wiccan, I doesn't don't matter. two shits. Like, That's all garbage to me. I don't need to hear it. It'd be like if somebody said, we're just going to play fucking white noise for five <laughs> minutes. It's like, oh, hang on a minute, for the prayer. I totally fall asleep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to sleep right now. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Glory, oh motherfucker. Fuck dolphins and giant worms. So this story comes from digitaljournal.com. School children jailed for making fun of the Islamic State. That's a totally reasonable way to handle kids making a joke. Uh, so four school kids, and crazily enough, their teacher um, got arrested. So what did they do? They uh, they mocked the Islamic call to prayer and made a chopping motion. So basically, like insinuating that like the Muslims fucking cut off some heads. Maybe because sometimes Muslims cut off some fucking heads. Like because that's a thing. Why didn't they like pretend to throw a stone? I wonder. Right. <laughs> You know, it's so funny because, like, if you're insulted by that, wouldn't the solution be not chop off not heads? Not to chop off any right. heads. I don't maybe come out and be like, we really should stop with the head cutting because people are totally sure. giving us a hard time sure. for cutting off heads. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like anybody's, like, making fun of the atheists and being like, oh, remember the time the atheists chopped the heads off? No, that never happened. No, no? never fucking no. happened. Never yeah. did they set up a fucking atheist state where they were fucking cutting heads off of. People with an automatic cutter off from oh French Revolution oh I guess <laughs> whoopsie doodle <laughs> that's like uh, <laughs> all right I like so, this part where it says the students and the teacher have been in detention for several weeks already and have convicted could spend several years in jail right. in detention for several weeks that's like the breakfast lunch and dinner club oh no. <laughs> 
You don't just show up on Saturday. You just stay here and through it's Saturday. The thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a much sadder movie. Yeah, it is. You know, oh, yeah. it's like oh, they're not plucky at and all. When, and when and when like what's his name? Judd Nelson was that his name? I have no the, idea. The I've fucking, never actually seen the Breakfast. The Club. kid, the kid who's they, there's like a fucking. He's like a the tough guy or whatever. Yeah, I I know. Like at a certain the point, he gets in he gets into like a a fight with the the teacher, and he keeps he keeps saying stuff and he keeps adding a week. So he'll say, "You want to be here for another week, Bender?" And he, no, you got another one. You want to be here again? <laughs> you got another one. So that's another one, and he keeps he keeps adding on weeks that he's going to stay in there. Yeah, that's how they do so it. So every Egyptian. time they do a choppy one, they're like you want another one? Choppy? That's another week. Choppy? choppy that's another week. week. Stop doing it. <laughs> no, that's another week. <laughs> but I love the Atlanta Braves. It was all like. <laughs> Tomahawk. Are there still Atlanta Braves? Oh, yeah, they're still. Yes. Yes. You, you made a sport. Yes. You made a sport. Good for yeah, you. I, I, you know what movie I was remembering was that movie with. Uh, yeah. Major League. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. That's the one. Cause I, I know that. So this is like. And this is crazy because it's not like they were mocking Islam like. And they wouldn't, and not like, it wouldn't even matter, but they were doing it like in the fucking privacy of a hotel room that they were. So they were like on a field trip or something, and they're just kids being kids. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like if, if everything that you said when you were a kid, somebody was fucking recording, and then if you said the fucking wrong thing, mobs of fucking crazy religious people would surround your community and throw stones at your house until your parents were forced to give you up to the police? That's what happened here. Like, this is supposed to be, like, a like. is Egypt even pretending that it has a, anything even approaching a free society at this point? Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, This is great. This is from Media Matters. Uh, Alan West thought that he was the victim of Sharia law at Walmart. Sharia. <laughs> this guy is awesome. What a fucking dumbass. Jesus. Wait, how did he think he was? Now explain to me how he thought. Because I, I need to get here, Tom. Right. Well, Can you get me there? I don't know because the fucking road's a little bumpy, Cecil. <laughs> Wait, there's a road? Uh, it's a fucking two track. Where we're going, we don't need the roads. roads. <laughs> <laughs> so so a couple of things strike me about this story before it even begins all right the first thing is this guy is a lieutenant a retired lieutenant colonel and a sure. former congressman right and he's still shopping at walmart <laughs> i thought like really i think he's shopping at walmart tom because america that's Ooh. why i think yeah you have an excellent point about america <laughs> You know, like at some point, wouldn't you be like, I'm not shopping at Walmart this anymore? This is the kind of guy, though, that strikes me like when he opens his wallet at the Star Spangled Banner place. Right, yeah, you know? right. Just a yeah. little on the uh, unbelievably sure. cheap side. I can relate. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I got to pry my wall open with the fucking jaws of life half the time. So, And yours, the moths make that sound, right? <laughs> Those moths have been crushed yeah. for years. <laughs> So this is his quote. I, I just—I mean, nobody can say it better than him. Right. So this is his, this is his fucking story of woe, right? From, of Sharia law at Walmart. Go ahead. Yeah. So break out before you before you even start. Break out your tiny fucking violins. All right. Hold on. Violin music now. Go so ahead. So you can play a sad song. Go ahead. There was a young man doing the checkout, and another Walmart employee came over and put up a sign: "No alcohol products in this lane." So being the inquisitive fellow that I am, I used my additional set of eyes, glasses, 
Wait. How funny. Wait. Those are not extra eyes. I assumed he was just wearing his glasses. I see. Um, and I love that he's inquisitive, but didn't inquire. So anyway, <laughs> well done. Well done, inquisitive fella. Yeah, I'm an inquisitive Look, fella. So I fucking intuited some I'm inquisitive. Shit. I'm inquisitive, but I also like to judge people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this word means what you think uh, it means. No, he means inquisition. Isn't yeah. that what he means? Yeah, yeah. To see the young checkout man's name, let me just say it was not Steve. What was it? Oh, what he do doesn't actually say that it what, what do you it was. Think it was. I'm sure it was Allah. It was. <laughs> it was Muhammad. So he said, "I pointed to the sign. I pointed the sign out to Aubrey, and her response was a simple question: How is it that this Muslim employee, you don't even know he's Muslim, uh, could refuse service? I, it makes me crazy. You don't even know he's fucking Muslim. Could refuse service to customers based on his religious beliefs, but Christians are being forced to participate in specific events contrary to their religious beliefs." Boy, howdy. That is one astute young lady. Mm, no. <laughs> Again, astute is not the word that you're looking for. He continues, imagine that. This employee at Walmart refused to just scan a bottle or container of an alcoholic beverage, and that is acceptable. A Christian business owner declines to participate or provide service in a specific event, a gay wedding, which contradicts their faith, and the state crushes them. Um, yeah, so that's not at all what happened. It turns out that... The kid was just under 21. Right. You're not allowed to do it if you're under 21. And it happens to me all the time at the grocery store. Right. You you pick the shortest line, and then you got to wait the requisite amount of time because some little kid is behind the goddamn right. register, and they can't run all of the booze I need to buy. And they, I love I love when you're going to buy booze, and they're like, they look at you, and they just scream, 21! <laughs> it's loud. You know, like... It's like they fucking bellow that shit across. Yeah. So you, you can't like sneaky buy alcohol at all. It's like, no, no. yeah, all right, I'm I'm buying my sad lonely juice. Yeah. Like twenty one, <laughs> we got another one. Why do you have seventeen <laughs> bottles of bourbon, sir? Why is that? And it's all Evan Williams. How and you're sad not, can you you're be? You're not throwing a party. You have twenty one <laughs> bottles of bourbon and one bottle of Dewar's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how how wrong he is on every count. That's the part of the oh, story I know. that I love. I know. Because he has the fucking gall to call himself inquisitive. Yeah. When at no point did he try to suss out any of the relevant facts to it to his no, situation. No, no. He doesn't know why they. they so so what does he do? what does he do? All he is he should be called. He should have said instead of being an inquisitive fella, he should have said I'm an assumptive fella. Right. Right. That's because that's better. He yeah. is he's assuming based on the guy's name that he's Muslim. There's, there's, you can't. You yeah. cannot look or at somebody's dress, fucking There's name. a possibility that he was wearing. You know, th- there's so many times that people confuse Sikh for Muslim. Right. Many, many times. There's people right. who have had like their All fucking the time. their fucking stores firebombs because they think that they're Muslim when they're not. Right. Right. So you can't look at somebody and be like, I know what faith you. Are. I mean, I guess you can for for Muslim women. Like that's. I can't imagine somebody wearing like. A fucking full Although burka. There, there may be uh, like a hajib that other people I don't know. You know, and that's I guess that's the case too, right? Because don't like aren't there some like ultra Jewish sects that wear like the full head to toe covering? I don't know. I think that there are. I mean, I, I guess the, I guess the point is that you can't ever be sure. You know, even if you see his name is like Muhammad, right? That doesn't necessarily mean he's religious. It just means his parents might have been religious, right? Or they at least or came they from just a religious at least culture. Came from a culture where they said right. those they, they named their kids that right. name. That was a common name. I um, our our family doctor. Her fucking first name is Faith, and she's an atheist, right? You know, so it's like it's clear that her parents were probably religious, right? I mean, you don't name your kid like sure. Faith if you don't have some. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just like it'd be a little incongruous, like a little sure. weird. So, but you know, she happened to mention to us in, in the thing that she's not religious or whatever. She's a non-observant Jew. 
Um, so I was like, okay, fine. You can't. I can't even make observations based on based on a name. And then he he's wrong about why. You know, it's like it has nothing to fucking do with you. You fucking incredibly narcissistic asshole. It's just a fucking straight store policy. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it. it's not a store policy. It's a policy all across Illinois because I know every place right. I go happens. Now, I don't know where this happened. It's in Ohio. And they said it's just Ohio law. It's just law. It's just right. you can't go up to the register and ask a 19-year-old to ring you out. They have right. to get a 21-year-old over to run the liquor. Right. And then when they do the and update. That's for, and that's for the fact that they're probably not going to let their friends come in. Right. It's a good law. It's a good law so that their friends don't come in and, and buy, you know, buy a bunch of liquor. Right, because you can't have the fox guarding the hen house, right? It's right. just like that's basic. Well, of course you can't do that. And the the editor's update, it says, because they, they do a correction, but it's a fucking still a half-hearted racist yeah. correction. It says he spoke to the Walmart store, and apparently employees under 21 years old are prohibited from selling cigarettes and alcohol. And then there's this line. However, that isn't to say Walmart isn't selectively caving to Muslim demands. Well, no, well, they clearly aren't. In this case, like, you have, you have no, like, well, it isn't to say that everyone at Walmart isn't a space alien, <laughs> right? I mean, hey, look, we found no evidence of aliens, but it isn't to say that they're not in the back. Right, yeah. They're going to be hiding in the roof. I've Who knows? seen they live. <laughs> what a weird thing to do. I came to Walmart to chew bubble gum and buy alcohol. <laughs> And, and all... no one will sell me alcohol. <laughs> Where's your bubble gum? <laughs> oh, it's in the same aisle. <laughs> Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five star review on iTunes or Stitcher or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. Uh, so this isn't really a story so much as it's an awesome blog from Healthy Food. This team. is balls. After this, you will go to sleep with onions in your socks every night. <laughs> so amazing. Everything is wrong with us. What a weird thing to do. It's so weird. They got a so picture weird. of somebody putting like yeah. the, the dirtiest gym sock I, that has ever been made. I think that's an actually. No, it looks disgusting, actually. It, that yeah. sock. I mean, it's like frayed and filthy and like covered in fucking yeah, soot. Relatively clean biscuits, though. I gotta say, right. like it looks like they polished their fucking heels or whatever. <laughs> they got the, the pumice out, the to, Dremel, the Dremel out to polish their heels. They went to the, they get a pedicure beforehand. So what they're saying is that uh, in Chinese medicine, it's believed that the feet have a powerful and direct connection to all of your internal organs. <laughs> And Wait, then, I know, dude. Have you, you heard this think, shit before? Yeah, you would think that there would be a closer connection. I why, don't know. Why? What is it about the fucking feet that, like, I've seen the fucking foot maps where it's like, oh, if I touch on your, you know, pinky, that's like the same as stroking your dick or whatever. It's like, <laughs> wait, I, where's that at? It's, <laughs> it's like a one to one match. Tom, I want to believe. <laughs> I just. Don't mind me. I'm just sitting here uh, fiddling with my feet. Oh, Jesus, man. I'm going to buy one of those foot baths immediately. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's like a hot tub oh, orgy. God. 
But like I've seen those. Mike Johnson's never been so cared for. It's amazing. So weird. God. I'm indirectly touching myself <laughs> by touching a different part of myself. I'm going to get one of those. Have you seen the foot baths that turn black? They automatically turn black. Wait, what? So there's a foot bath out there that's like an ionizing foot bath. Fuck you. And you automatically, like when you plug it in, even if you don't put anything in it, the water will eventually turn black. But it's basically allowing you to put your feet in there and it's saying it's pulling the toxins out of your body. Why do people believe that they're coated in this amount of shit? Well, because, uh, you know, uh, with a... I think that the reason why we believe this, and this is just fucking spitballing, right? I have no fucking basis in fact on this. It's just total spitballing. But I think the reason why we believe this is because we're becoming a more and more complex society. So there's all these new things that sort of pop up to make things more convenient. But those things bring with it a a level of technology that you might not be familiar with how to create. So you think to yourself, I don't know how to make a TV. I don't know how to make a computer. I don't know how to make a thing. So there's these things that are in my life that I don't know how to make, that I don't know what went into them. So you automatically think, well, how do they make them? What do they fucking have, like, radioactive dust in them or whatever? I mean, if you didn't know what a microwave did, if you didn't know how a microwave worked, you might think. I would think it was, like, spent plutonium fuel rods or something. That a microwave is fucking nuking your food. That's what they used to call it. When I was a kid, they used to call it nuking your food. Oh, yeah. My dad still does that. Yeah. Oh, just throw it in the nuker. Throw it in the nuker. Well, it's fucking microwaves. (laughs) It's not nuclear. It's fucking, it's microwaves. And and people think, people would think, like, well, if I stand in front of a microwave will it fucking hurt me because i mean clearly the stuff inside is getting warm the stuff inside is 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 changing temperature and you're changing it in some way you're cooking it what the hell is going to happen to me if i get it with these well right just so happens that you have protective coating on the inside so that those microwaves can't get out but you just don't know how these things so immediately like fucking the food babe is gonna be like well you put stuff in a microwave you'll get microwaves in your face when you (laughs) eat it you know you may as well just put yourself in a nuclear bomb (laughs) yeah yeah, it's like okay (laughs) all right so there's this there's this sort of uh it's it's the hyperbole of the other end yeah. to sort of push back against this i think well, that that, makes some sense. i think you know it's just you don't understand how things work anymore yeah. because it's it's too complex for me to understand how certain things in my life work so i can't tell you how my fucking cell phone works sure, there's no way right. i could tell you but i can think well if i don't know how it works maybe it's fucking emitting some crazy shit that's going to hurt me i guess that's the, that's the second the second half is like I don't assume things are made to hurt me. No. Right? Because I think people made them and then they use the but same you're also, thing. But you're also not selling a fucking ionizing foot bath well, or not, onions not to someone. So right? This is- like onion. Like here's the thing though. <laughs> what I don't get about these websites that tell you these types of things. Like right. I understand the fucking foot ionizing bath. Where I'm going to get a fucking a bottle of sewer water after it's right. done, right? I understand it looks like it looks like suddenly I fucking put my feet in a fucking outhouse. Like that's what happens after it's over. It looks disgusting. It looks like poo water. It's poo water. It's I totally took a shit water. and then I made wine out of it. I stomped it in the oh, fucking God. toilet and made wine out of it. Okay, oh, God. that's what it looks like in the ionizer. But when I when I'm telling you to use onions, I don't understand that. I'm like, wait, so they're what are you getting out of this? Because you're not selling me onions. No, I think that here's the thing, though. Like, I really my experience with woo practitioners on the medical side is that they believe this shit. Yeah. And I and, and I, I'm always like someone had to teach them the bullshit. Yeah. Though. You know, like and I, I want to find like the genesis of the fucking gobbledygook. But I think it's more complex than that. I think it's a game of fucking woo telephone. You know, and I think that's probably how this fucking starts. It's like, you know, somebody had a fucking 
you know, foot. I mean, this is like suggesting. Let's just go back to the story real quick yeah. and use this as an example. They're really suggesting that onions absorb bacteria and cleanse the body. And that you can use onions on your feet, like actually put like cut a fucking onions. a thick cut onion on your biscuit, right? In the middle of the put night, a sock on, and put a sock over it. So you smell like Greek food. No, well, with the cheesy smell that's already on my feet, I think it would be like a gratin. Oh, I think. <laughs> Well, I always said Greek because you start with a feta in there. Oh, that's true. You know, that's then true. It's like, I was thinking more of like a Parmesan, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, I'm a little older, oh, so Italian, I understand. You know? I'm Italian, <laughs> I understand. It's like a gratin flavor that we got there. Well, I want to read the comment, though, at the bottom. Okay. Oh, right. Well, hang on, hang on. Can we? Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Because the No, part fucking of, uh, go ahead. The part of this article I love is that it, it talks about, like, you know, like, the meridians and stuff. And he says, although not everyone believes... This is my favorite line of the whole article. Although not everyone believes in meridians or Chinese medicine, the truth... The truth. ...is that this is all connected directly with the nervous system. So it's like, eh, maybe not everybody believes it. Nonetheless, it's true. And here's how it's true. And then it's a fucking series of fucking gobbledygook word salad <laughs> sentences that fucking mean absolutely nothing. They talk about toxins leaving the bloodstream to go to your feet. Why? why? How does why it get they... through your skin? How? Like, I do not just walk around and bleed out toxins. <laughs> like, I'm not, it's not like I pull my socks off and there's some black goo in my socks at the end of the day. Would I have, and even if I had an onion in there, it's not like I could imagine that there would be some sort of black goo. Now, it would probably smell terrible, it w- <laughs> more terrible than it currently smells. That's not possible. I don't know that that's possible either because we have to call a hazmat team for me to take my shoes off. Even if the onions kill bacteria. Even if even if they did, even if they did, even if they did, and they don't. But even I mean, unless you like rubbed an onion on a bacteria and like crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Don't squeeze me! No! Like, like, There's even like thousands of bacteria looking at me, like he's gonna press it on us. What? Why would I assume that that this random, undifferentiated, unnamed toxin, all undifferentiated right. <laughs> toxins of no specific dosage sure, or sure. whatever, that they would just be like an onion? Let's go there and die. <laughs> What? <laughs> and it's not, they're not even alive. They're not even, so if they're bacteria, they're not toxins, they're bacteria. So at least the bacteria might have some conceivable mechanism for independent movement. But like, if you had, let's say, a, a, well, a heavy metal they, in your I body. I think they think it's like a magnet, though. Well, this is what I mean. Like, why would an onion be like, come to me? Come to me and, and be destroyed. And, and why is it when you fucking, like, why when I fucking eat a gyro, doesn't it pour out of my mouth? Why am I not just fucking vomiting toxins up when I hold a gyro to my face? I'd be like, oh, I went to get a fucking thick cut butter burger. And I just spit out a bunch of toxins because it smells that it's like the old wives tale where you put the milk underneath your face when you have a tapeworm and it comes right, out of your like, mouth. Oh, I love milk. I love milk. <laughs> Like a tapeworm has this amazing sense of smell. Yeah, or even though it lives in your intestines, <laughs> smells it all the way down <laughs> into your body. What do I have to burp that liquid in? Like, how do I? Does even work? Why would you just like? Why would you just eat the onions? I don't know. It's like the apple cider vinegar thing, though, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, my joints are creaky. I better eat some vinegar. Why? It you? It didn't get to your knee. I like, know, that's why so would it get awesome. to your knee? I remember. I remember the first time. I I had never thought of it. And you and I were talking about it, and I was like, I don't believe this. I don't believe that that works. And you're like, well, of course it doesn't work. Because even if you could get the acid to your 
your the parts of your body that it would somehow decalcify those right. places even if that, that they even said. Even if you grant you even, all that. Yeah. How does it get through your stomach to get there? It's not like your body's like, oh, it's like fucking waving the apple cider vinegar <laughs> through like a fucking, it's like I got a police escort. It's just like, no, this one goes through. This one goes through. It's just a- run it right through the stomach, into the through the fucking intestinal wall lining. Right. We don't even try to digest acids. It just goes right through. <laughs> then your stomach's like, but I'm mostly acid. No, shut up. That's shut not- up, you. <laughs> Well, it's like, and how would anything get, if, if something left your bloodstream and it's in your body, where does it go? Like, how does it travel places? Like, your bloodstream is the thing that moves things around inside your body. <laughs> it's like a closed circuit. Right? Right. So it's like, okay, it leaves your bloodstream. So it, it, it somehow, like, these heavy, like, these toxins, we don't know what they are. So I keep saying heavy metals, but just imaginary toxins of undifferentiated name and, sure. and toxicity. So they, they somehow, they leave your bloodstream. And microwaves. Let's call them microwaves. <laughs> so then, where in your body then are they? Are they in the, like, in the, like, where, there's no other, it's not like there's, like, vast, empty right. caverns within right. your body. Yeah, like, just as big holes. You know what we should start <laughs> calling toxins, though? Let's start calling them vannies. Because vannies? that's the woman, that's the woman, that's a food blog baby, or food, food baby. Oh, is that her name, Vanny? Vanny is her Vonnie? name. Vanny or Vanny. You get a chance to give her her, her proper homage, Right. right? And she's a fucking toxin on the world. She is a fucking toxin. So you just call call all toxins from now on that are in your body Vonnie's. Vonnie's. And and the most toxic thing I guess could be a Vonnie award. The, the, like the you Vonnie's, get the Vonnie's. We should have the Vonnie's. Like oh you gotta you going to the Vonnie's tonight. Yeah. Can we just read the comment at the bottom? There's read only the comment one comment. Bottom. Do it. There's only one comment, and this shows you how fucking stupid Chinese medicine is. <laughs> I'm a doctor of Chinese medicine, and all the meridians do not travel to the sole of the foot, at least half our upper body. I do wish you would check the facts before writing these reports. <laughs> well, it would make sense that half are for the upper body. Right. That's, let's see, half, half of, of your the body. <laughs> body as defined by upper. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like you would have an upper half of yeah. your body, which was like a third, like the top third. Right. right. You know, like how would that? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to a doctor of Chinese medicine. Yeah, yeah. I had I have, I've had Chinese medicine treatments. I've had a host of them. I had the moxibustion. The what? I've, I've had uh, what is a moxibustion? Is that where they like light the fucking cups and put them on you? Yeah, or I've done. I've had I've had the cupping. It's big it leaves big hickeys on you, doesn't it? It does. It leaves big stupid hick. I've had acupuncture. I've had uh, like a. I've had my. I've had things diagnosed by the way my tongue looks. I've had the moxibustion. I think if I remember right. Was basically like he lit like a like a stinky Chinese herb cigar type thing, and then waved it around at me, like in my general direction near, like a supposed meridian or whatever. But yeah, man, I've had I've had a host. I've had I've I've had Chinese teas and herbs and spices. Chinese teas. Yeah, I like- watch that video all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is a lot of it's blurred out. <laughs> I can tell what's going on. <laughs> I have a good imagination. No, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm a grown man and I can, I'm not watching this fucking blurred out Cinemax shit. When I'm watching, <laughs> when I want to see what I want to see, you don't take uh, that away from me. <laughs> look, man. They're just blurring out the cock. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't need to see some tiny Japanese dick. What am I, who am I kidding? It's like three pixels. <laughs> oh, man. My mom got two you pixels. Oh, oh, she turned me into a newt. A newt. 
We got better. Murder Oh, God, this story. Oh, this comes from Metro. Oh, God. Everything about this story. We're just going to blast through this one. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, mom forced to drink uh, petrol and set on fire after being accused of witchcraft. Uh, holy mother of God. A 12-year-old kid was made to watch. Oh, that's nice. So that's two lives fucking ruined. Sure. In South Africa, um, as somebody held his mom down, forced her to drink gasoline, mm. and then set her on fire. Um, and, and after they'd already beaten her, um, and then when she was dead, the mob surrounded her fucking corpse and attacked her corpse. Um, because they thought that she was using fucking black magic. Yeah. Because they still believe that there's a thing called magic. Right. Yeah. Much less black magic. Like, we're so far down the rabbit hole at this point. In South Africa, is it black magic or is it apartheid magic? Oh, Which no. Which one is it? Oh, <laughs> Why's it got to be black magic? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, this is exactly like the previous story, though, right? It is. It's this, it's this, here's this crazy worldview. We're going to damage another human with it. Right. There's no way you can look out across the world when people are lighting other people on fire and beating them, beating their fucking flaming bodies or whatever, right. um, murdering people through uh, through exorcism or killing people to sell them for fucking parts of their body because they're all like albinos. Albino or like it's people just, with albinism. No. It's people with no, albinism. It's no, it's not. It is. And this is people with petrolism. <laughs> petrolism. <laughs> People with on fireism, people with corpseism. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's it. You look at these people who are they're damaged by religion, or just even just it's not. Maybe it's not religion. It's it's religious thinking, or it's you know supernatural thinking. They're damaged by it, and it's and it's happening all the time. Right. And to have a worldview like this, you've got to be willing to accept this blood on your hands. Right. You've got to be able to say, okay, well, these are some seeds that we've sown. And well, I think we need to be, I think we need to be okay with calling this fucking backward and antiquated. Thinking. Absolutely. And, and it's not, this is not a cultural judgment. You know, you, do you ever watch like National Geographic documentaries where fucking like people like go to like Papua New Guinea and they spend time with like the fucking locals and locals do their fucking witch dances and they do the whole like, you know, we're going to drink this, you know, fucking fermented mare's milk. And we're all going to fucking blood dance in or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like we need to look at that and we need to say, okay, like this is, this is not, it's 2015. We need to stop. We don't need to stop and say, like, I think there's this, there's this intention. And it comes from a good place where we, we want to be accepting and we want to be non-judgmental and we want to say, like, you are stupid or you are backward because that's not the case. But we think we do need to look at that and say, these practices, these supernatural practices come from a lack of education, a lack of, uh, you know, worldly sophistication about yeah. how the world works. The reason you think this way, the reason that you, uh, interpret your world in a mystical, magical way is because you, the, the world has not filtered down to you yet, you know? And that's not a good thing. That's not even a neutral thing. Yeah. It's not, it's not a good, it's not a cultural good, even for your culture, for us to say like, yeah, we should be fucking deciding our futures by looking at the innards of chickens, right? That's a fucking ridiculous way to think. And I think it's insulting to people 
to say, well, I wouldn't think that way. And I know that I know that that's factually inaccurate. It's scientifically baseless. But somehow, uh, if if I find some culture who's still practicing this stuff, I should back the fuck off and I should not introduce to them, uh, you know, modern ways of thinking, because somehow that's, you know, imperialistic or, you know, an imposition of Western society and civilization. It's like, well, well the fucking alternative is this weird middle like mid age fucking medieval hybrid where people are going through the fucking growing pains of the 14th century in front of our very fucking eyes when they don't need to. Sure. You know, we needed to go through the growing pains of the 14th century during the motherfucking 14th century. When there was no alternative. Right. There was no alternative at that point. Now there's an alternative. And the alternative is this is a, the, there's just a, a more factual way to look at the world. Right. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Uh, so this story comes from Gizmodo. Gizmodo. <laughs> Gizmodo. I mean, it's like the best part about words like this is you can't spell them wrong or say them wrong because they're made up. So like the fucking Gizmodo guy could be like, no, it's Gizmodo. Be like fucking, no, it's not a word. I'll say your fucking fake word how I want to say your fake word. Gizmodo. It's Gizmodo. Gizmodo. <laughs> Don't mind if a Gizmodo. <laughs> I used to work. I used to work at a, uh, uh, at like a, a, an outdoor, uh, lifestyle center mall thing, right? <laughs> and there was a gazebo and we were like two doors down the from the gazebo. gazebo. Yeah. And people would call up and I'd be like, yeah, we're like two stores away from the gazebo. Gazebo! <laughs> awesome. Nobody ever corrected me. <laughs> And for some reason, it made me laugh every time. Oh, that's awesome. I'd be like, oh, yeah, he found us. And they'd come in and be like, yeah, I, I called earlier. like, oh, good, you found us. We're right by the gazebo. We're right <laughs> by the gazebo. <laughs> it made me laugh because it was stupid. Oh. Uh, so Jeb Bush, I like this because it's Bush versus Clinton again. Uh, Jeb Bush says Apple Watch. Wait, why do you like this? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Uh, Jeb Bush says Apple Watch health apps are I think better than a- I- uh, is it Jeb or Jeeb? <laughs> Jeeb. Jeeb Bush. How the fuck do you know? Right? It's fucking, it's, it's fucking, all made up. It's Jeeb Bush. It's Jeeb Bush. <laughs> <laughs> he may be French. Uh, it's Jeeb Bush. It's Jeeb Bush. Oui, oui, Jeeb Bush. I love this story for so many reasons. So he says the Apple Watch health apps are better than Obamacare. And he actually doesn't really say It's true. That. That's true, though. Um, An Apple Watch a day keeps Obamacare away. It <laughs> <laughs> it's an expensive Obama. It's more expensive than Obamacare to have an Apple Watch a day, though. That's a, it's very admittedly, true. Yeah, admittedly. it's very true. Especially uh, if you get one of those fucking gold ones that they were selling for like, like 10 a, grand like, or whatever. They're like stupid expensive. Like, Why would you own something like that? I can't. I'll bet you that pastor crashes car on something. It's like, <laughs> I checked the time on my Apple Watch, <laughs> like, and it was fucking time to get ill. <laughs> He's like, I crashed my helicopter and it didn't even, it didn't even ding my Apple Watch. I don't give a, my wife fucking died. My children fell out in the helicopter and fucking 2,000 people went up in flames. I don't even give a fuck. My Apple Watch is just fine. I didn't even piss to put them out when they were on fire. Oh God. So he says, I think we should repeal Obamacare. Then he pointed to his Apple Watch, which I'm amazed that he, I, you think he even knows how to use it. This is a guy that I just like, I like, he's like, I got this watch thing on my wrist 
face. Those aren't just a novelty, right? I mean, I guess, I guess the thing is though, we were calling cell phones a novelty back in the day when before cell phones became popular. So, so there's a possibility that the smartwatch becomes a thing. Yeah. But it feels like a novelty right now. It does feel like a weird. I have a smartwatch. I have a Pebble and I like it. Yeah. I think it's a neat toy. Yeah. It's a toy though. Um, my very favorite, I might have said this on the podcast, my very favorite smartwatch story. So there was a guy walking across the street. I saw a downtown Chicago. It's fucking horns and jackhammers and fucking elves <laughs> driving by. And he's got the smartwatch to his ear like this. <laughs> and I see him lean and be like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm on, my, I'm on my smartwatch right now. And then he put it back up to his ear. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because you're just like, he looks like Max Smart. Like, he should have had a shoe to shoot his, his face. Head, yeah. I mean, like, it was awesome. Oh. I can't hear you. It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. So he says, on this device in five years will be applications that will allow me to manage my health care in ways that five years ago were not even possible. I love this because it's like he's referring to the future to say that there will be something that's not available five years in the past from today. <laughs> so it's like, but he kind of want to be like, timeline's all fucked up. You kind of want to be like, we got no shit. I mean, yeah. That's how the future works. Wait, now, will the Apple Watch be a pre-existing condition? That- <laughs> It'll be excluded. <laughs> It'll be excluded. I, you know, it's so funny. He's this will have an app, and you're like, okay, will it have some weird like? fitness app or something but it's not like it's gonna have like some injector that's gonna fucking like shoot nanobots into your body to repair your organs right it's a it's just a fucking watch dude (laughs) it's not a physician it's not like it's gonna be like oh you got cancer it's a fucking watch man now, I don't care what you do to it. I don't care. You could put the fucking smartest computer that could play chess against a motherfucker in it. And it's still a fucking watch, motherfucker. That's it. That's what it does. It tells you the time and reads you your texts. It doesn't do anything else. I don't care. Fucking, it could fucking tone my heart rate. Who cares? Who cares? It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You're yelling so loud. My dog is barking. It's so stupid. Stupid! <laughs> Fuck you, Jeep Bouge, <laughs> you prick! Would it be great if though if if the if the Apple Watch actually got so smart that it could do something like diagnose cancer, but you still had no insurance, so you couldn't do anything about it? <laughs> and, and it's like, like got a little little countdown timer <laughs> tells you when you're gonna die. You have like six months to live. You're like, I wish I had fucking insurance. <laughs> It's telling you the time with and without insurance. So with insurance, you got like seven. You got like seven and a half years. But without insurance, you die in four days. Sorry, bro. Yeah, I bet you wish you didn't spend all that money on a watch. But... You show up at the what emergency room and be like, my watch says I'm sick. It's what like, I does love. your watch say Blue Cross Blue Shield? <laughs> What I love is that people are willing to spend their depo- dis- disposable income on a fucking frivolous watch <laughs> instead of insurance, right? They're like, oh, fucking, you know what? I, c- I could either fucking insure myself or I could buy a watch. <laughs> I can either insure myself so I don't get fucking like, so if somebody tears my arm off, I can fucking sew it up. <laughs> or I'll get a watch. I love to like, like a watch. You chose the watch the fuck were you thinking such a bad choice <laughs> can you imagine like you're a poor person and you're listening to jeb bush you're like i can't afford either thing 
It's not a choice it's, of like all those all those poor people who are gonna vote for him are like I can't wait till I get my Apple Watch <laughs> in four years. He's like an Apple Watch in every pot. <laughs> <laughs> So we want to thank Philip and Richard for their uh, their one-time PayPal donations. And we thank also you. want to thank all of our patrons. We want to thank specifically our newer patrons, the, the ones that just became patrons. Tor, Stephanie, Dan, Karen, Mike, The Price of Reason, Samantha, Ollie, Robin, Brandon, Dan, Joe, The Rockin' Donkey, <laughs> ZT, Asia, Arthur, Fine, I'll give two. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> DJ, Emily, and Don, thank you all so very much for your generous donations. It really has gone a long way to making sure that uh, that this show is possible and that we are uh, are sort of upgrading our equipment. We wound up just upgrading our equipment today uh, to get a brand new sound we're very happy with. Uh, and this is all for Glory Hole Studios. And we just reached a milestone of a thousand dollars an episode. Now, for a while, that that was listed as an extra show. But Tom and I sent a message to the patrons, the people who pay for the show, and we talked about it. Uh, and we said if we did two shows a week, the show would almost certainly suffer because we just there's just too much uh, going on in our lives to do two shows a week. We can do we can do six a month, but doing two shows a week, which could sometimes be up to 10 shows a month, right. would just be way too much. Way too so much. Uh, so what we're doing instead, and we talked to the patrons and they really like the idea, is that we're going to start spending, the, 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 the milestone is that we're going to be spending, I'm going to be driving out to Glory Hole Studios, which can be a pain in the ass on yeah, my part, yeah. but I'm going to be coming out to Glory Hole Studios. We recorded today in person in Glory Hole Studios, and we're going to try to do this more often. At least once a month is going to be our goal. Um, we're hoping we can do it up to two two times a month. Um, in the future, there's another milestone for that. But it's a we find that the energy in studio is much better. People really enjoy the sh the shows when we do them together. So we're that's the next milestone. There's more milestones that we put up. We're also going to be adding some individual goals for people. I don't know what they call that. Rewards, I think, is what they call that. Yeah, I think they're Patreon. Patreon rewards. rewards. Yeah. We're going to be adding some of those. Um, but we're really just thankful to our patrons. We're going to try to give you guys a little bit of extra content here and there because we're just, we're just super stoked to be getting up to, up to that milestone. So we want to thank everybody who helped get, get us there. Uh, thank you all so much. Yeah. All of our patrons that have supported us from the, from the beginning of Patreon's launch. Um, the, the direction and the trajectory of this show since, since Patreon has really started. Um, we've made some major upgrades to our equipment. We've built this studio. We've done some traveling. We've done a lot of things we just simply couldn't have been able to do. No. So we're grateful to each and every one of you. Thank you. So we want to start out uh, the email section talking about a charity that we're going to be donating to. We met a, a man by the name of Don at ReasonCon, and Don came to us with a story of his local uh, food pantry. His local food pantry pays a dollar for rent. I'm going to read directly from his email, but they share all the electrical at a discounted rate for the schools. Uh, they pay based on the percentage of space used. So their bill has been between $2,100 and $2,500 for electricity. Um, they have a shortfall of $400 a month. Uh, and so it's his goal for his group to try to raise that kind of money to help, help them stay above water for several months. So he started a Kickstarter that we are going to help fund. So what here's here's what's going to happen. We're going to post Don's Kickstarter. Don is working for the Statesboro Atheists and Secular Humanists in Statesboro, Georgia, 
and they're trying to make money for their local food bank. And we're going to try to make sure that we match funds up to $2,000. So what we're doing is we're going to take, uh, we're right now, the, 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 before we even announce this, their GoFundMe is at 525. The moment that ticks to 2525, Tom and I will donate to this food bank $2,000. So we'd like to try to make sure that the, he gets to this goal. He's hoping to get $6,000. So we'd like to try to get him well on his way to his goal. And then we would donate this money so that hopefully this food bank doesn't go under because they're spending so much money a month just trying to stay afloat. And there's no reason that a food bank should have to struggle this hard to feed its residents. It's, it's, it, it, you know, let's, let's all try to step up. We're going to have a link to this. Yeah. On the let's, website. Yeah. Let's, let's all try to step up, donate what you can. If you were thinking about sending us a one time PayPal donation, send it to this charity instead. Absolutely. We'd love to see that. We, we'd be, so grateful and enamored of our audience to see that huge step up, that that big push. Um, nothing would please us more than to write that big check to the food bank. Absolutely, so let us do that. And we're waiting. We're waiting until we hit twenty five hundred. The moment it hits twenty five hundred, we're two thousand. We're two thousand in the game right away. So you can double your money right now. All you have to do is just donate. Just go to our website. It's episode two twenty six. We got a message from uh, from John from the Illinois Report, Tom and. You were you got a chance to say a little something for them. You do a little bumper for them at ReasonCon. Yeah, they were they were kind enough to uh, ask me to 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 help out a little bit and record the opening for their latest podcast. So their latest podcast um, has my voice on it for whatever reason God. they chose not to delete that file. Man. I know, I know. They're punishing I, their own internet right so they're, now. They're clearly people of poor taste, but <laughs> swing over there and take a listen. Um, so they were they were really nice people. Real nice folks. We talked about Nebraska recently and we got a ton of mail from people. We got an email. We got, we got a voicemail, a great voicemail, great voicemail. Yeah. bunch of people hate Nebraska because it sucks. Right, right. But, um, but this is from Zach. Can you read what Zach has to say yeah, says, about fucking Nebraska? He says, this is Zach from Omaha, Nebraska. I just listened to your episode 225 in which you guys covered our shitty state. I'd like to inform you that there is an Omaha airport. But, and I fucking shit you not, it is on the Iowa side of the Missouri River. <laughs> yes, we have an airport. It just isn't in our own goddamn state. Oh, man. Also, I think you guys underestimate how fucking awful it is to live here. Every day I wake up and don't shoot myself in the mouth. It is a fucking miracle. Oh, my gosh. I went to Indiana once and had a good time. That's how fucking terrible Nebraska is. That's amazing. And Zach uh, comes from the Godless Revolution podcast. Zach, thank you yeah, thanks, so Zach. much. That's I'm so sorry you have yeah, to wake up in Nebraska. It's awful. It's terrible. Nobody Man. should suffer that. You'd think you could at least wake up in Gitmo, you know? <laughs> they send all the detainees there just Ugh. so that they wind up fucking hanging themselves in their cell. <laughs> all right. So we've got a clip. Um, this is from Steven. He sent us a clip from an 80s British TV show where black church choirs are parodied in an atheist church choir. So I'm going to play a few seconds of this. If you don't believe in God, clap your hands. If you don't trust the Lord, then clap your hands. If you reject the possibility of a deity, then clap your hands and join the atheist tabernacle choir. We're not gonna cross that Jordan River. It don't even exist that Jordan River. <laughs> to be honest, it's an outmoded religious metaphor that Jordan River. Yes, we're the atheist tabernacle choir. 
That's outstanding. That's great. That's it's very, very weird. The I will say the puppets are so strange. That's there was like a there was like a thing back then though. I remember a lot of different puppets that had this look. Yeah, it's like a really sort of caricaturized look of them of humans, and they always scared the shit out of me as a kid. We got a we got a message from Nick, and Nick sent us an image for uh for Pat Robertson in his brand new horror movie. We'll put this on this episode, episode two twenty six. So when you come to check out two twenty six to donate to Don's <laughs> uh to Don's cause, you can also check out this image. We got a message from fucking Jason who wanted to rub it in our face that he had a <laughs> fucking castle Grayskull. <laughs> Fuck you, Jason. And your shitty castle Grayskull. Looks like it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I still want one. Me too. I'd play with it right I now. I would play. I would fucking quit doing the show. To play I would with find. It. I would fucking find things to put in it. <laughs> Like I would put like fucking tomatoes in it. I'd be like, it'd be like aroma tomato fucking gray skull. I seriously, nothing would please me more than to find that at like a garage sale or something and buy it for the kids. So oh, I could play. So with you it. could play with it. It's right. awesome. So we got a message. This is actually a, a an inquiry about why we're using the Daily Mail and the Telegraph. This person said, you know, you're using these newspapers. Don't you have USA equivalents? Um, and this is from Jamie from uh, from the UK. Jamie, we have this thing called the Internet in America. Um, I don't know if you have it. Some people call it the World Wide Web, so it might be called that there, although all the cool kids are using it these days. (laughs) Now, what we do is we normally when Tom trolls for stories, I'm sure he probably uses Flipboard or Reddit or things like that that are aggregators. Right. And they just pull from all these different places. So when we pull from a, a newspaper from around the world, we're not scouring that particular newspaper. We're just looking at aggregators that go off keywords. So that's that's, exactly right. I don't even, I've never, I never typed in raw story com in my life yeah you know i just i i get i get moved there from exactly what you said from a number of aggregators that i use to try yeah. to hunt stories for the show this is from jacob jacob s i'm trying to find a news source for upcoming uh, upcoming election but i can't find one that's fully right or fully left or I, I can't find one that's not fully right or fully left do you have a suggestion and tom i think you have a suggestion for him yeah so i like votesmart.org um votesmart is nice because it's it's and it's just it, you type in your candidate politician's name, you type in a zip code and find out who your politicians in your area are. And then you can just look at their positions, look at their votes, look at how uh, they're rated by different uh, interest groups. So and it's it, it's a pretty good way to to take a look at a candidate from kind of an outside perspective. So because um, it's not editorialized. It's just like, what did you vote on this issue? It's hard to editorialize. That. You know, did you vote yay yeah. or nay? I guess the only way to editorialize that is if they vote for abortion, like showing dead babies or something <laughs> right? next to it. Like how many dead babies? It's did like they a rack dead up? baby rating. Yeah. How many? Just, it's like how many dead babies did they rack up? So uh, so we wanted to mention this. This is uh, this is Ross uh, Ross from Skeptically Challenged sent us a message to plug a couple things that are happening uh, in Brisbane. Uh, Tom, if you want to read what's going on in Brisbane. Sure, I'd be happy to alert everybody about the goings-on in Brisbane. No, you said, uh, it too, you said it too close. Oh, Brisbane. There you Sorry, go. Better. Yeah, That's better. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we'll be doing two events with Peter <laughs> The first is a panel discussion on Thursday. Uh, second July. That's July second. July second here in America. Uh, the question is, how do we know? The panel will feature Peter, some Bible types, and some science types. Nice. Tickets are fourteen dollars. I think that's like one hundred and ninety dollars American money. Yeah. The second event is Brisbane Skeptic Camp. Apparently, will be the one hundredth Skeptic Camp worldwide, which is a cool achievement for the global skeptical community. 
The event will take place uh, of Saturday, July 4th. That's Independence Day yeah, here in America. Yeah, you would not get much attendance here in America because we are all shooting off fireworks and jamming barbecue in our faces. <laughs> At Hamilton Town Hall. And we'll feature Peter Bagusian <laughs> as well as a number of uh, community with a superfluous eye speakers. <laughs> Admission is free. Ross! <laughs> come on, Ross! The third event we have going is the Australian Skeptics National Convention. This is a huge deal for us. We have Eugenie Scott, Susan Gerbic, uh, Joan Nickel, and Miles Power, all coming from overseas, two words for no reason, as well as Nobel Prize winner Brian Schmidt. Come on, Ross! <laughs> on the Get bill. on your game, man! You're as- like a fucking college graduate, for fuck's sake! As well as myself and other skeptics from Australia. Jake Farwarton. Oh, fuck that guy. I hate that what dude. What a douche. We'll be one of the- <laughs> oh, he doesn't listen. We'll be one of the MCs. The convention will have a free skeptic camp on the Friday. Friday should be capitalized. The convention takes place. You're going to send this back to him corrected. <laughs> oh, my gosh. From October 16th to October the 18th. Information on all the events can be found at brisbaneskeptics.org. That's, That's one word. Brisbane, <laughs> uh, spelled exactly how it sounds. <laughs> But uh, but that's also going to be. You can also find the, a link to uh, Brisbane skeptics on our website. Uh, that's uh, dissonancepod dot com, and it'll be episode two twenty six. So uh, this particular episode, we recorded more than necessary, <laughs> a lot more than necessary. So the midweek show this upcoming week is going to be basically the second half of what we recorded in Glory Hole Studios this week. So uh, so you're going to get a, a regular size show now, and you also get a full length show in the middle of the week that is the the stuff that did not make it into this particular show it's all good uh all terrible it's all, not, <laughs> i don't know if it's kidding? any good <laughs> who are we kidding it's all the worst thing you've ever heard but we want to thank everybody for listening and we're going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed credulity is not a virtue it's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno babylon bullshit Couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram, pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral, brain deadpan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces cancer cures, detox reflex foot massage, death in towers tarot cards, psychic healing crystal balls, Bigfoot Yeti aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your sides. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. <laughs>